0: Hi, welcome to the Forks Drum Closet podcast. I'm James.
1: Hi, I'm Stanley Randolph, aka Barry White, aka Stanley White. <laughs> Hi,
2: my name is Marcus Finney.
0: <laughs> we are already having a good time today, yeah. man. Stanley, Marcus, thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out with us today. Show, it's uh, quite a quite a privilege on my part, I gotta oh, say. Man. You guys are both some of the most oh. uh, some of the most phenomenal players I've ever seen. I, I love life.
1: this room that you.
0: Got us in, yeah. Yeah, shout, mm-hmm. shout out to Pauly at Blackbird Studios for uh, Pauly. dope room, letting us hang out in uh, Control Room F today. Control uh, Room F. It's, it's gorgeous in here. Almost mm-hmm. uh, as gorgeous as both of your faces <laughs> on this fine day. The bit, that, the bit that you can see. <laughs> right. Can see.
1: Shout out to my face mask from 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I gave uh, Jeff Bezos a couple of dollars for this uh, one, so, mm. so, you know, you got to do what you got to do. could use do. a few. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This has been quite the experience. I I talked to your manager, Lauren, on Tuesday. Shout out, Lauren. What's up? I talked to her on Tuesday, and uh, it was kind of a last-minute thing getting you guys in here, but we're, we're super stoked to have you. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, you should know Stanley Randolph played with uh, Stevie Wonder, New Genesis, um, and I'm a, I'm a 90s baby. I was born uh. in I was born 90s three, so... You know, I know that you toured with New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Um, you did some stuff with Christina. Yeah. Aguilera. Backstreet Boys, of course. Yeah. Like, get it, man. <laughs> and uh, we got Marcus Finney here as well. I'm not going to leave him out. Um, both of you guys, born in Memphis, by the way. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. The things I've learned from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> the things I have learned. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, who's played with, you know, Michael McDonald. Uh, he's got, yeah. got several Grammys under the belt. Uh, Keb Moe, Taj Mahal. Um, and you just released... Uh, uh, not not super recently, but you're live from Layman, correct? Correct, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. go check it out. It's on YouTube, right?
2: Yeah, it's on YouTube,
0: Spotify, all that all that good stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mentioned so, Mar- Marcus, you were born in Memphis, correct? Correct. Uh, Stanley, you're actually born in Nashville, correct? No. No? I I was born in Memphis. Man, that's an internet lie I saw. Really? Really? Dude, multiple websites say that you're born in Nashville. we got to change that. That's (laughs) crazy. Man, they they have all types of stuff. It also
1: says I'm a millionaire. (laughs) I'm still looking for the millions.
0: (laughs) They're somewhere. So, Marcus, you went to MTSU, correct? Yep. And Stanley, you went to University of Memphis? Yes,
1: I went there. And I also actually... Well, I auditioned for MTSU though. That was the first college I was gonna try to go to. Oh, wow. mm, yep, but went to University of Memphis because it was closer to home. Closer to home. Yep.
0: And I, I've read a little bit, and I've I've heard you on other interviews and stuff like that. Um, yeah. You said uh, you were uh, a lot. A lot of guys are in show bands out there, but you were in more of a core style band, right? In, yeah. In high school yeah, marching
1: band. Man. Yeah, we were studying DCI mm-hmm. all yeah. the do, time.
0: Do you, do you have a favorite core that you've watched?
1: well you know what i love madison scouts they're like you know it's like the classic right you know we used to, we used to get taught by this guy named jim something i'm trying to find him actually mm. this guy who was really um a part of my whole beginning and like learning rudiments and everything in high school he was one of the first or second snare for madison scouts Wow! and he wow. would come and teach us um during the school year and also for summer drumline so now, were you at kirby or Wooddale? I was at Kirby. Kirby, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was at Kirby. So I'm trying to find him. If you're out there, I know his name is Jim. And he was like, you know, a snare drummer for Madison's Scouts. Hmm. I just want to see where, you know, see who, it, you know,
0: meet him again. Jim, we're looking for you, buddy. <laughs> we're looking for you, Jim. I've smoked so much weed, I forgot things. <laughs> got to find you, Jim. Where are you? What, what <laughs> I also wanted to touch on, I couldn't find it online, but did you do some stuff with 3-6 uh, Mafia? Yeah, man. And Juicy J as well? Juicy J. Juicy oh, J. Oh, man. That's a guilty pleasure DJ mine. Paul. Crazy Mike. I saw DJ Paul at uh, Marathon Music Works probably two, three years ago. Really? First time I'd ever seen him, man. In uh, it.
1: DJ Paul's the coolest dude, man. He's, he's a fucking man. rocker.
0: I went to this after party afterwards, and I'm not usually one to go to after parties after, yeah. after, after big shows like that. Yeah. And he was playing as well. And I, I loved his performance, but the thing that struck me the most was his hype man his hype man yeah. was killing it that <laughs> night yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah i didn't realize someone could be so hype oh yeah bro they turned up man hell yeah man, for sure oh so i do have a couple of questions made up here for you boys um for the both of you um i know you're both multifaceted uh percussionist drummers i know you're both you know multi-genre you guys kind of transcend a few genres i know uh you know, Marcus, you you dive into the jazz world mm. a lot, mm. um, and Stanley, you're more in the pop world. Mm-hmm. Were were those like conscious choices to go into those realms, or were, was it kind of where you felt like you fit the best? Or I, I know, think like part experience?
2: of it is is conscious, but it's also kind of like finding kind of finding your voice. And uh, and Stanley also plays organ too. You know? <laughs> I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, he I mean, oh. to go down that road, like talk about somebody. Being well versed, you know, in just music, sings too. Come yeah. sing something right quick. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm Barry White, <laughs> aka <laughs> Stanley <Stella> White.
2: No, <laughs> yeah. uh, but like, yeah, it was. It was kind of. It was part conscious and part, kind of like, you know, this is, this is somebody that called me to play this. Let me go and and play that. Mm-hmm. Um, there does come a point though where you do kind of. You, you hear somebody play a particular style the right way and then it kinda makes you go, Okay, maybe not that. <laughs>
1: maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> maybe I should go do something else. Right. So, that definitely happened to me. When we first moved to LA when we first moved to LA, I saw this dude, Ronald Brunner. Everybody knows who <laughs> Ronald Bruner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw him, yo, and I ain't never seen a drummer like right move that fast and just like bro, he was a he he's a character, bro. He's yeah. like Ronald <laughs> When I saw that, I was like, "No way! I'm finna be competing with LA drummers that's doing that." No,
0: Ronald. So, if you're out there, we'd love to have you as well. Come <laughs> on. Hey,
1: Ronald would be a great guest on here, yeah. Drummer Boy Blue. You're right. So <laughs> I, w- I went the other
0: way. I was like, you, "Man, you, you got it." So, so it was more of like a conscious choice to go into the pop world, or it was. Well, yeah. I like, like saw. I was.
1: Stu- I was studying a lot of pop drummers too, like mm-hmm. Brian Frazier mm-hmm. Like I was studying him big time, you know. Just like you know, even like to the Christina thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I never thought in a million years that I would get that call.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard also on a recent interview, Brian Frazier-Moore was like one of the guys you hooked up with first out in L.A. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: the first week um moving to L.A., man, he allowed me and my, my boys, New Genesis, we came and sat in their rehearsals, a few of them, and right, my, my mind was blown because, <laughs> you know, you, you learn one thing here. Um I was learning so much here in Memphis, but I was taught one way. And when I went to LA, it was, I had the opportunity to see you know other guys who were super dope and professional do it a whole other way, so it opened my mind. It's like, well, it's not, it's not only this way. You got this way, and that way, and that way. I and
0: mean, it definitely seems like you
1: made your own way. Yes, yeah, for sure, as, man. I mean, it's like the sky's the out there. Because you're a young boy. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Uh,
0: to, you know? to, to, to be exact, uh, August
1: 16th, 1984. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lady drummers, I, 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 I am a young guy single young okay.
0: guy also yeah. also on that day uh ghostbusters by ray park jr was the mm. number one song really on the billboard top hits uh, wow my, does that track still hold up to you <laughs> still holds up yeah man you know what
1: that's an yo that guy used to play for steven man ray parker jr yes yo he's
0: bad,
1: and he's bad he's bad man yeah. like that record is taking him a long way yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know like that's an epic record.
0: Well, what are the odds, though, that it's gonna you know, be used that was every, number one the day you were year. born?
1: I know. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. You just <laughs> told me so. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Wow. And I know, uh, Marcus, I follow you on Instagram as well, and I've heard you talk um, extensively about cooking yeah. as well. Uh, mm. So I don't want to want to dive too far into cooking, but what's like been your favorite oh, thing man. that you've made during this time? I know we've all got this extra uh, time at home
2: two things probably um making carbonara for the first time and and it was something that I always stayed away from just because of the raw egg that you mix in with it and Mm -hmm. i've never been a runny yolk egg guy i've tried i've tried like several times but can't do it and then the other thing was making um these uh new york strip steaks um they were like huge i got them from costco they were like two and a half inches thick and seared them in a cast iron so that's those are two of the things i've enjoyed making <laughs> Nice, wow
0: so far. do you cook it all sam
1: look i'm getting into it more now like i used to cook a lot all the time but then touring so much you get used to that catering. uber eats and catering <laughs> Yo, you get used to it man like so and now i'll be in the studio a lot so uber eats is my best friend i'm like diamond on uber because <laughs> yeah. i've ordered so much food out there for like me and guests you know mm-hmm. so yeah, but I'm getting back into cooking now, especially with um, the quarantine. So I've had time to be at home more to so just sure. like, you know, chill, you know, not always in work mode.
0: And I mean, especially uh, I see your wake and bake posts all the time. Oh, man. Um, I was I was going to ask you if you if you if you do bake.
1: Oh, OK. Well, you talking about that bake. <laughs> Talking about that baking. (laughs) Well, I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I don't think we're on the same. I don't think we're on the same song. (gasps) So that baking. Um, Actually, I've never tried it, but I have friends, yo, who do it, and they do it well. So, yeah.
0: We all all need some baker friends. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I I have some baker friends out here,
1: too. You know, if you guys want some baking. (laughs) (laughs) You want some bacon? Man. Oh, man. Show. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: another question I had was, uh, you know, I see the list of artists you play with it doesn't always include like the top of the top. You know, I see you work with a lot of independent artists. Yeah. Um, uh, Lynn Fiat F- Fidmont. Fid- yeah, uh, Lynn. Fidmont. You my know Lynn. I listen to some of her tracks and Dope. Man, it's it's so tight. It's so pocket. Like it, it, it kills me, man. I
1: worked with Lynn. I don't think I did any of her stuff though. Oh, okay. But I did work with her recently um uh everybody knows the bait player the bait the bass player for um Stevie Nate Watts. Mm-hmm. He's doing um an album and I've been helping him out on that. But he's got a lot of great Ray Parkers on there. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of great people on on that album. You like like it's going to be pretty cool. Like a lot of heavy hitters too. Oh yeah. So like um Lynn is singing background I think, on a few songs on that drum. so I recently worked with her in the, in the studio for Nate
0: and then uh, Tasha Taylor as well. Tasha
1: Taylor. Oh, Tasha Taylor. I worked. Yeah, that's through Nate uh, too. Ha- huh? Honey for Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, that's through Nate name. too. Yeah.
0: Um, my, I guess my. This all leads up to a question: Is like what, what makes you want to work with a certain kind of artist? Um,
1: recently, like I've been working with younger artists, man. I like um to be a part of the new generation, you know, mm. um because they got a lot of great ideas, man, and they're fresh and they're new, and and. There's some people, for me, there's always been something about a person who didn't grow up as musically inclined as I was, you know, that kind of just like started and they hear music so different. And my technical mind wants to tell me like, no, that's not right. But Isaac Hayes, I I remember what he told me, he was like, yo, find the love in everything. You know, like when people create, they're creating from whatever they have within. And it might not make sense to everyone, but to some it is gonna make sense. So like, I, I try to find a love in all genres, all generations, like all of it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, it was created for a reason, you know what well, I'm saying? Sure. So like it was created from an emotion or a feeling or something. So like, I, I give give all music a chance It's, so it's someone's story that has to be Yeah, exactly. And that's how they decided to tell it. So like, I try to respect all of that. You know, I don't always like everything, but you know, I find something I do you know, I vibe with.
0: I was gonna ask if there's anything fresh coming up that you, you would like to tell people to listen to. Maybe it well, doesn't get to quite quite the, the new artist be I've been
1: working with so far, um Emmy C Chris, like we just put out her music a couple like almost a month, maybe two months ago. And um we hit number three on the charts for R and B charts for her, her album. So that was dope. That Congratulations. Was cool. Nice. And um so I got more stuff for her coming out. Um I'm working with this new girl group. Called God.
0: (laughs) For real, it's gonna be cool. Just spelled G O D or? No, they
1: changed the name as G A W D Mm -hmm. and it stands for like good ass women deserve. Mm. But it's some cool, vibey, vibey music. Like I created it, you know, we kind of went out to the desert, yo, and had a shroom trip, you know? (laughs) Got elevated, had some fun, had a pool and the stars and the trees. Man. Just vibed out, yo. And we brought a laptop and some stuff and some mics, and Brandon brought his bass, yo. We just, I was like, it wasn't the focus to go create. We kind of just wanted to go chill and relax, but it turned into some creative. When the spirit hits you, man. You Mm -hmm. know, and it's really, it's really, it's different. It's cool, it's dope. So especially for me, like for me to create it and to be in that vibe too, so Mm. it's dope. But that's a new thing. And um, man, I got some other artists too, they're young and fresh, like, whole leos uh rambo k and then there's these twins man they call themselves the the twins i, I think so they're still freaking out that name but these twins that uh my friend uh chris chris bush he's from mississippi he lives in la now and um he found these twins out of uh texas out of houston and they're really 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 dope man really interesting and I don't remember the last set of twins in the music industry, you know what I'm saying, for a mm-hmm. while since like Jagged Edge or True. Ying Yang Twins or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it's gonna be cool just to, like, you know, on the marketing side, dealing with them is, is gonna be dope. It's gonna be interesting. You That's know? awesome. So Yeah, I got a lot of cool stuff coming out. And it's all not, it's all not like funk drumming stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it's like some other stuff, mm-hmm. it's like trap music.
0: Would you say you produce more now or play more? Oh, on I produce
1: things? more than ever now, bro. Sure. Like, I love it. It's, it's, um, I've always been on that vibe anyway, man. Just like, after really st- studying Stevie's album, like when we did the Songs in the Key of Life, mm-hmm. too, you know, so after really, really studying that, yo, and trying to mimic certain vibes, it just like really opened up my mind with the whole producing thing and wanting to uh, create. You know, so uh, I've been doing it, like I've always had a studio since I moved to LA, but like I wasn't really in it, in it, you know. But now I'm like in it, it's like, better time to do it right now
0: man so yeah. i was i was gonna ask uh you moved to la in the early 2000s
1: 2007 <laughs> 2007 January fifth,
0: fifth. Man, it's a fifth. it seems like a, a lifetime ago
1: <laughs> yo he was there you was here was, i was here he was yo he was with us when we first went to la i believe right mm-hmm. and we went to the bet show or <laughs> Yo, he was there. Because we were we were going, we all went to the same church, mm. Olivet. Mm-hmm. And we were actually coming out here to visit, to go to another church, yo. We were out here. And I think we all went to this um, club called Harvell's in Santa Monica. And we saw Jerry Brown, Victor Wooden, um There was a few other guys. But it was, like, guys we looked up to when we first came out here to visit. And we saw those, oh, Rest in peace. What's his name? Ricky Lawson. Rest in peace. We saw Ricky Lawson, man. And um at this club, it was right next to our hotel in Santa Monica. We randomly just went out. We saw them. Uh we were underage. We had to really like, you know, talk to the bar. Was, no, the security guy. The bouncer, you know, the bouncer, you know. One, you know? <laughs> we told him like, bro, we don't want to drink, we don't do nothing, man. Like, these are legends in here, and they're just like in a small ass club chilling. Like, we we gotta go in there. So we paid our way in. He let us in. Yeah, we met these guys. They was like, do you want to play? We was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, you got equipment? And so we ran back to the hotel, yo. Know, got our equipment and ran back, and they let us play, Um, I forgot what song it was, Chicken. That's what it was, the Chicken. They let us play that.
0: Were you, and you were with them through all this, Mark? Well, like there was
2: one time I know when I came to Memphis before they moved out there. hmm they were playing Isaac Hayes' restaurant <clears throat> yeah. and, um, and they had just played a few songs and then they took a break. We go back to the green room. We're back there like clowning and then they come back out and Brandon um, said, you know, why don't you sit in and play the same song, Chicken. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I, I get up on stage and I look out in the audience and I see Isaac Hayes sitting there. Mm-hmm. And that didn't bother me. It was who was sitting next to him. But that was what bothered me is the fact it was Steve Jordan, that's right. Right. <laughs> sitting next to him, and I was like, that's right, ah, ah, okay, great, thanks. Um, but <laughs> that's right. But yeah. Um, and then I know at one point I was trying to convince them before they did the LA thing to come out here to Nashville, and because uh, mm-hmm. I was like, man, we need more culture in Nashville, mm-hmm. you know, and and like, y'all would do well. but clearly they went to LA and did even better, <laughs> and and like. Seriously, and like, and been killing it out there since. I mean, in L.A., friends of mine, like uh, friends of ours, like Donald Hayes, he would say, mm-hmm. like, you know, more and more Memphis musicians move out there, and they just take off when they get out there. And you know, these guys are definitely proof of it. Um, what,
0: what What would you think that? Because I know of so many brilliant musicians that come out of Memphis specifically. Mm-hmm. Is there some sort of catalyst there? You think that <laughs> that prompts that prompts such talent, or? Hmm. Man, it's just the
1: culture, man yeah. Hit musicians and hit songs Have been coming out of Memphis Since, what, the 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. man. It's just there It's in the water So, you know, if you grow up there, man You know, it's in the food Church It's in the church You know, it's in the schools mm-hmm. it's, it's all of it It's all just a part of being, bro Yeah You know, just like other Other places have the same vibe Like, I bro. love Philly drummers, man mm-hmm. I really do, bro They have, like, a certain finesse When they play, like mm-hmm. And but it's just culture. Sometimes you can't even teach it. You just gotta. You grew up in it. Yeah, that, that's you interesting. <laughs>
0: like the the regional aspects of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, for definitely. sure. Chicago, Chicago,
1: Chicago, yeah. Detroit, Houston. You know what I'm saying? They all have a sound. They all have a vibe, yo. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 crazy and amazing how like people even people come to L. A. is like a melting pot, bro. And all these different styles, bro. And people just end up working with certain artists. And their vibe and their style fits perfectly with mm-hmm. that artist, you know, like I love or they know how to make it theirs, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So you could be like, oh, you got this, you know, working with like one of my one of my favorite drummers is, is this young homie named Rico. He plays with Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. like he's a Chicago drummer, and Kendrick Lamar is really like a, he's an LA artist, you know what I'm saying? But the way that Rico approaches that what, gig,
0: what's Rico's last name? St- oh. <laughs> <laughs> has, he, has he? I feel like I know a Rico. That you do know comes Rico in, I'm, comes into shot,
1: right? I think his Rico, his last name is Wright. I think so. Rico Wright. I'm um, stoned. I could be, <laughs> but I th- believe so. But he plays with Kendrick Lamar. You're like you, come on, you know who that is. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely figure out who he is, find him. But yeah, he's like an amazing drummer, you know. And he approached that whole gig, of the whole, and his homies. Like his homies are from Chicago too. They play with him on guitar and, and there. So the way they approach that gig is crazy dope. But that's a LA vibe though. You know, it's Kendrick Lamar. For sure you know what? I'm
2: saying? Well, that same thing I can say about Stanley moving out, bringing that Memphis vibe yeah. to Stevie's gig now while they were in Memphis. we used to do these jams and they would I don't think there's a single James Brown or Stevie Wonder song that they don't know. <laughs> honestly, like they would literally play through these songs and pick out all the nuances. Oh man. You know, like um this one James Brown song where he um, sings his run. I forget, forget what song it is. Oh, Brandon, it's a song that the famous James Brown song. Brandon definitely knows. Yay. He does this long run, and they would pick that out. And then the Stevie stuff, all the grooves and all of the space in between, everything, the breaths, like they knew um, where all that stuff lies. So like he was saying, like you hear that stuff and you start thinking about it. Uh, in detail mm-hmm. it opens your mind up and so he brought that Memphis thing and owned it hmm. playing Stevie's thing which mm-hmm. why it feels you know like home. it th- feels, feels like, <laughs> home, like and, home yeah fresh and like home modern and like <laughs>
0: hitting you know for sure and yeah, I man. and I also love your interpretation of a lot of because uh, Stevie played on mostly everything yeah bro. and you know I watched your uh, Griven in Memphis where you kind of emulated how he played. Uh-huh. And I, I, I thought that was phenomenal. Bro, and that
1: came from me, like, the main rule that Nate Watts told me when I got the gig was just watch Steve. You just watch him, you know. Because he has certain mannerisms and certain things he do that you can just know where he's going to go or know what he's going to do. Just from watching him for so long and being in his studio, that's another thing that, that helped me too, man, like with my sound. Like being there in the studio... On the actual drums. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The head's not changed since back then. <laughs> right. So it sounds like the record, like just touching that, bro. Mm. It opened my mind. I'm like, man, oh, you could do this whole vibe. No bottom heads, just like bigger toms. And because he was, you know, he was, this guy was blind, bro. So like the way that he had his kids set up and the way that they had it, bro, was
0: impressive. Mm. Oh, my next question was is he really blind? Yeah, he's blind. <laughs> he's blind, bro. I've seen Wait. some. I've seen some stuff online. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. Out I there, know. You, Q on,
2: you got some QAnon. Some um, QAnon. I had to under. sign an NDA. I had to uh, sign it. No,
1: but no, he's he's no he's blind for sure, bro. Yeah, that doesn't stop him though, man. No, it doesn't. Yeah, bro, not at all. Not at all.
0: I was gonna ask you guys. There's been a quite the surge of superhero themed pop culture. Over the last few decades Mm -hmm. decades, you know starting with comic books start and then leading into these huge big-budget movies we have these days Mm -hmm. which they spend so much money making it's insane Um, I was gonna ask if either of you had superpowers what would it be playable and then B would you be a villain or a hero
2: no him go first man. see (laughs) I
1: get asked this question all the time bro and I can never decide man I feel like is flying really a power? Yeah.
0: Is it? I feel yeah. like I feel like flying yeah. it it, it I always wondered about that too, because, like what is their propulsion system? Like, like, you know, like so are they using their mind to lift their body and fly kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, like
1: what is it like? Atom mm-hmm. manipulation. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just make some <them> shit up. <laughs> right.
2: Right.
1: I don't know, man. I like I, I would either want to fly
0: or be invisible. Mm. Like for real. And would you want to be a villain or a superhero? Oh, see, it's hard. I, man, have you seen The Boys? Oh,
1: okay. We're on season two right now. <laughs>
2: so all I'm gonna say is you can be both. Exactly. You are both.
0: Exactly. Like, um, yeah. I mean, now, see, that's a good answer. I like that right. answer. I mean, because villains are the heroes of their own story. Exactly. Right. Right. So. right. It's like yeah. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm.
2: You know. <laughs> um, I think I would have like lightning. Lightning. Ooh. Yeah. Just because like. I could fly if I wanted to, super fast and a right. like, uh, What's her name on the boys? Star, Lightning is our, yes, her star front. But I wouldn't be a supremacist like she was. I uh, understand. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was that was wild, dude. That was that really was wild. Have you watched that show?
2: I haven't. Oh, the man. boys. Don't don't don't. You gonna go
0: down? What is that is hole, it on man. Netflix? It's, it's on, on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's great though. It, it kind of delves into the corporate aspect of what superheroes would be like mm. in modern culture. I also heard about
1: this new show called Love. Craft or Love, I don't know.
0: Oh yeah, it's H.P. Lovecraft's like horror show. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. I'm gonna check that out. What
1: is it? Something with superpowers and stuff. I am not Sure.
0: Uh, I th- it's set in like Amazon or. Uh, I think it's on HBO. HBO. Yeah, August, oh, I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. Yeah. Man, I just watched that uh, haunting of Bly Manor. I don't know if you guys. I've heard seen of it, it before. It. Yeah,
1: I've seen some I of it. I didn't know. finish the whole thing. I love scary like, stuff. I do too, bro. Yeah. It's so much. Fun. I love scary movies. So,
0: oh, you guys have probably seen then. What is it? Um. Get out, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that. What's the other one? Exactly. He did,
1: he did the. He's doing the. Uh, Jordan Peele. He's the one doing the Lovecraft. Yeah. all right yeah.
0: oh, right, 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 And if you haven't watched the new Twilight Zone with him, no, I haven't. It is phenomenal. Oh, it's good. It's so good. Oh. I gotta check it
1: out. He's like, like, go for it. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah.
0: Again, I really appreciate you guys being here. For sure, you know, man. we, won't, yeah. we won't, <laughs> won't keep you guys too long. We'll probably get some barbecue here in a little bit. Oh we'll, yeah, we we'll smash <laughs> it. Um, although I did have did have one <clears> more question. Yeah. Uh, Recently, uh, scientists have discovered this, this gas called phosphine, phosphine. in the atmosphere of Venus. Hmm. Um, and phosphine is strange because it can really only be produced by bi- biological life Where is as, it, as we know it. So, so, so they're, they're thinking that biological life could possibly exist on Venus at hmm. this point. My question is, how do you think humans would react to the fact that maybe they're could be intelligent life out there. Like if it was, if everyone found out that there was intelligent life off of Earth, you know, somewhere out in the cosmos.
1: Bro, I believe it is already out yeah. there. Yeah, right. You know, it's it's like, been out there. It's been yeah. out there. But, yeah.
0: but 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 say like everyone was forced to accept it immediately.
2: Well, no, you can't force it. I don't think. I, I, True.
1: I really, I really do want a spaceship to come out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting on it. I mean, Elon, I'm ready for it. Elon on, is making it. Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready for it, man. <laughs> he, because he did that. With that the, launch, with the, the launch, and it came everything back. came apart. and oh, It yeah. really
0: looked like it was something spect- no. And then the rockets land themselves. Yeah, too. they yeah. land themselves. They come back. Yeah, he's launching that whole Starlink thing right now. See, he's what's putting, the, what's
2: the movie with Jodie Foster and um, Jason um uh, Matt and Matt uh, Damon, where they had the pl- it was two planets, and Earth basically like if you were rich you could afford oh, Elysium. Yes. Elysium. 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 Yeah. Elysium. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah. That was crazy. That's I wouldn't be surprised if that's where we're headed. Right. But. Yeah, Yeah, the whole like other life beings out there. I mean, be naive. We be naive. I mean, we have. I would even say we got. (laughs) We probably we probably got some living here right now. No, they are here, bro. Singing out, dude.
1: And they're gonna be out on Halloween, (laughs) just out in the open (laughs) with no costume on. But you gonna think it's a costume? But no, that joint gonna be just right there in your face, boom. I
2: I think there might be some here in Nashville today. Yeah, for. The debate tonight? I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: There yeah. it, it sure is. There now. it is. There it is. I don't know. <laughs> we shall yes. see. If, they, oh. if they've been out there this whole time, it's like, yeah, throw those a bone. Like
1: Oh bro, they've been out that? there for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's
1: I don't it. know. I you know, I wish they would um tell me. Yeah. You can tell me. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna judge you or say anything. <laughs> I just wanna know. Show me something magical, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I want to see.
0: I feel like if anyone Would know It'd be Will Smith And Tommy Lee I was Jones. about to say Men in oh, black like, They, <laughs> they gotta know Unless they've been They've uh, been flashing, right. flashing Every time
2: you look At your black mirror yeah, yeah. Well, hey, Every time you look real. At your black mirror You get flashed
1: Which is an amazing show By the way yes, I love is. that no. show The
2: first episode If you can get oh. past The first episode Just trust me It gets better It gets amazing But that first episode Is like I was like Do I really want to Watch this shit Like Yo. This is gross Oh man
0: And then after that I was like paranoid Yeah <laughs> After that, it really makes you like ask yourself some crazy questions, like morally. Well,
2: go watch Social Dilemma and then go back and watch Black Mirror. See if they don't mess you up. Oh man, pretty good too.
0: You saw the that Miley Cyrus episode of uh, Yes Yes. Black Mirror? That was insane. So I saw all Black Mirror. we're
1: waiting on your new season, by the way. Yeah, we are. Please (laughs) give it to us us soon. You guys know how to tell the future a little bit. Yeah we need some insight
2: I mean at this point y'all can film it all on your phone right individually and piece that stuff together right
0: Right. SNL did that like they did uh mm-hmm. they did like a live broadcast SNL which is it almost worked insane. it did mm. almost work <laughs> they're back right they're back finally yeah, um, yeah our our boy uh, Darry Jones mm-hmm. SNL. Slated, we did, a, man. did a podcast with him a couple weeks ago yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'll be coming out here shortly Nice, nice, um, nice, nice. But yeah, him and Jack White up there—that's another. He's a funky man. Yeah. That's another, another like man. like Oof. genre crossing guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because of course he's you know gospel fusion jazz mm-hmm. oriented, but then he goes and plays with Jack White in a rock band, and, yeah. uh, and he just brings his style to yep. that to that. And it's. And his setup,
2: man. I am about to say his setup is the hashtag nobody can sit in setup. Like, for real, I,
1: <laughs> man. But I, I kind of played on it a little bit before. It's slick, comfortable. It's dope, man. You know what it's like? It reminds me of the, remember when Will Kennedy had that frame that would have you sitting back sitting like back, that yeah, and just, like, relaxing?
0: Yeah. It's kind of like you just,
1: you know, yeah. Because he's, yeah.
0: he's a taller guy, too. He's tall. He's taller than me, for sure. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it, it reminds me of that kind of thing. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if he put it on a frame. I think that would make it even dope. Right. I just
2: love the fact that, too, he stands up and he's so animated when he plays. Man. Yeah. It's like, now nah, you going to see me. Yeah. Like, because he's super quiet, super quiet in person, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But when he plays, man, it's like, stands up and like, but everything he's playing matters. Yeah. It matters for sure. He meant it. Yeah.
0: We got a we got a nice peek behind the veil on the last podcast. Yeah. he's a he's a, he's a very animated man. Yeah, like, uh, once we got once we got some uh, them going, uh, got some alcohol in. Them. What kind of cookies did we <laughs> get? He <laughs> <laughs> don't even drink. Len and Larry's cookies. He oh, la- he loves oh, them. So, oh, you right. got him some cookies. Did Stanley bring? Or, them? Oh yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I want some
2: cookies.
1: <laughs> Where the cookies are? You? Are they lemon flavored?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he get? I think he got the chocolate chip ones. Uh, you mm-hmm. like lemon cookies? though? I do though. Oh man! Um, I like lemon, school,
1: cookies. I lemon cookies. I know, cookies.
2: Memphis lemon cookies. Hey girl, come get your lemon cookie. Come get a
1: lemon cookie, girl. <laughs> no, lemon
0: cookies, lemon cake, and lemon. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh lemon filled donuts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I do that. Solid. Yeah,
1: those are solid too. Yeah.
0: Well, guys, I really appreciate you guys being here. This show, sure, man, This has been awesome, bro. Quite the experience. Yeah, Marcus, Stanley, dude, um, awesome. You guys should go check them out. You can follow Stanley at, uh, Stanley Randolph. Stanley R. Randolph. Stanley R. Randolph. There's a few other
1: pages is. out there, you know, people are making fake High pages. You know. <laughs> Fan pages You're a popular
0: too. man, but they don't have the little blue icon, do they? No, no. I don't have it either. Well, what? Instagram. Instagram, hey. Come on.
1: You know, How is he I, not verified? I don't right? Know. I don't know, bro. They said I didn't have enough writers. I don't know, bro, who knows? We'll oh, see. Man. We're yeah. working on it though. Yeah.
0: And you can follow Marcus at Sticks Finney. Yes. Sticks with an X, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. F-I-N-N-I-E. <laughs> hmm My man. Not a Y. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I-E. <laughs> well, it's been another episode of the podcast. Uh, again, you can find us on Spotify, uh, anywhere you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, IGTV. Find us on there, YouTube. We got everything loaded up there. Stanley, Marcus, thank you so much, guys. Thank, thank you, man.
1: bro. Appreciate you. Forks drums. <laughs>